Hey, what's up guys, Travis here. And if you've been following me or my story for any length of time, you know that I started a company called Guestio about a year and a half ago now. And one of the things that we are doing this year in 2022 is we're building a concierge program called the Fast Pass that allows you to get booked on top quality shows and platforms for the purpose of spreading awareness for your brand, grabbing attention, uh, growing your credibility, your authority, et cetera, et cetera. And so if you are listening to this right now and you are a seven figure plus entrepreneur and you have a budget to bring in traffic, attention, credibility, authority to your brand, then this might be a really great program for you. Just head over to travischapel.com slash 10K. Why 10K? Because we guarantee in this program that you're going to be able to speak in front of 10,000 people within 90 days. Okay, 10,000 people within 90 days. Imagine getting on a stage in front of 10,000 people to share your message, your story. That's exactly what we are doing inside of this program through virtual stages like podcasts or virtual events or YouTube channels or blogs. You name it, we are working with it, and we are trying to get you booked on those platforms. So travischapel.com slash 10x. There's a quick application there, and then right at the end of that application, it'll prompt you to set up a phone call where you'll jump on a call with me, and we'll talk through whether or not you're a great fit for this program. Please act fast on this. Do not wait because we are only taking on one or two clients a week due to uh, constraints with our team and the limited supply of high quality shows and platforms that are out there in the market. So if that's you and you're really wanting to explode your brand in 2022, head over to travischapel.com slash 10K, fill out the application, schedule a quick phone call, and you and I will chat really soon about whether or not this would be a great fit for you. Thanks guys. Talk to you soon. If you're tired of the old way of networking, the business cards, the awkward conversations, and the aggressive pitches, but you know how crucial your network is to your success in life, then you're in the right place. Welcome to Build Your Network, the only top-rated show committed to helping you master content networking, foster real relationships, increase your authority, and build the network of your dreams. Listen in on conversations with world-class entrepreneurs, authors, thought leaders, and more as we deconstruct their best strategies for your success. So get ready to burn your business cards, ditch the name tag, and discover the new way to network with your host, Travis Chappell. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Build Your Network. My name is Eric Skorzynski. I'm Travis Chappell's producer, and it is Wednesday. And you know what that means? It's time for a midweek mashup episode. On today's episode, we're going to talk about how you can crush it with your personal branding. If you don't want your personal brand to be bland, you need to listen to this episode. We have three incredible guests sharing their perspective on branding. First up is Mark Lack. He is a best-selling author, TV host, and one of the top personal branding experts. Next is Nick Cavuto. He has the quote, best kept secret behind Fortune 500 executive personalities of multi-billion dollar brands like Microsoft, Paychex, and Pandora. Have you heard of any of those? Uh, He's an entrepreneur, speaker, and mentor. He uses his world-renowned expertise in personal branding to transform experts into thought leaders and mentor entrepreneurs on how to dominate the attention currency of their audience. And last but not least is the incredible Jasmine Starr. She's an internationally recognized photographer and entrepreneur. She dropped out of law school to pursue photography and became a business strategist alongside her photography business. 
All three of these guests, as you can imagine, bring some amazing heat to today's episode. So tune in, listen to the end. If you appreciate anything, and I mean anything from this episode, be sure to take a screenshot and tag Travis with the handle at Travis Chapel. All right, enjoy the episode. Don't wait to be qualified. Don't wait to be certified. Don't wait to get external validation and permission that it's okay for you to start showing up and impacting people with your journey and your unique story. Don't wait to be qualified. Start now because what's really important is that people want to see the journey. They may not buy from you now. You may not get the phone call to be on stage now. You may not get the invitation to be on the big shows or the spotlight now, but the people that follow you for a long period of time and you get your first hundred fans, you get your first thousand fans. Mm -hmm. As that goes, your tribe of people that start following you and learning from you, that starts to slowly grow and eventually, hey, do you know Mark? Hey, do you know? And all of a sudden it starts to slowly spread. And if you do it long enough and you can catch on to like how you can really accelerate it so it happens faster mm-hmm. people you know wow you came out of nowhere no i've been doing this for 10 yeah, years right i just hit the tipping point mm-hmm. you think i've been i just where did you come from and it's like i've been doing this yeah. for 10 years you just now see me i've been trying to be seen for 10 years so right. the point is you need to start now you needed to start yesterday but we can't change the past so you got to start now and all that really means is from the simplest form ever instead of the complex oh my god where do i even start yeah don't look at the destination of a gary vaynerchuk or a tony robbins or grant cardone people who've been building their personal brands for decades don't look at that and their followers and their celebrity status and their bank accounts and the material objects they have and say oh man that is so far away from where I'm at, I could never get there. Yeah, well, that's the wrong way to look at it. Just look in front of you and take a step forward and take another step forward. If you look at the destination, oh man, it can be so demotivating to want to even take the first step because of how far it is. So instead, don't convince yourself that you can get there. Just convince yourself that I can take one step. And inch by inch, it's a cliche saying, it's awesome though if you really feel it, inch by inch, everything's a cinch. But yard by yard, things can seem hard. And so if you just remember that if you just look at the inches in front of you and you keep going for those and improving every day, every day, just a little bit of an improvement. In 10 years, you'll look back or look at the scoreboard. One of my billionaire friends said, I didn't even know I was a billionaire until Forbes called me for an interview on the billionaire list. (laughs) And he's like, so my lesson was, he said, I was just playing the game the game of life, the game of business. I was trying to get better. I was showing up every day. I was trying to be my best. I was always practicing, looking to improve. By the way, this guy has 70,000 employees and he's Tillman Fertitta, the guy who just bought the Houston Rockets for 2.2 billion in cash. And he's on CNBC's Billion Dollar Buyer. He told me, he said, I was just playing the game. I wasn't looking at the scoreboard. Mm. And so it was so impactful to hear that because I was like, whoa, how cool. This billionaire was just playing the game to be better every day, inch by inch. He wasn't looking at the scoreboard, counting, seeing how far ahead he was, or if he was doing better than this guy or work. So it's the same thing with personal branding. Take it one step at a time. Now, what is the first step? Well, the first step is 
going and looking on social media and seeing what am I posting about? Is this a reflection of how I want to be perceived? Because if I go on your social media and I start scrolling down, I can make assessments about what other people are going to think about you. So go on your social media and see how you're showing up. If you have a website, go on there and get other people's input on how they perceive your website. And then the next thing is, is you've got to start filming video content and or writing content that adds value. So video content that adds value and is entertaining and written content that's valuable and hopefully entertaining as well. Short, you don't have to write a freaking Steven Spielberg play here. (laughs) All you need to do is upload short 30 second, 60 second videos about something insightful. And in the beginning, you're like, yeah, but what do I talk about? Well, if you have a business, you're already solving problems. Just don't tell people how you do it, demonstrate it to them. So if you have a business and a product and a service that actually adds value and makes a difference, don't tell people what it does, show them demonstrate to them. And basically what I'm saying is over video, find a way to add value to them without them having to buy your product and service and without having to tell them the value, demonstrate it to them, give them an example, give them something they can walk away with that's helpful right there on the spot through the form of video. And then on the other side, if you don't have a business or if you don't have a product or service and maybe you have a job or you're in college or you're trying to figure out what you want to do, just start educating yourselves, read books, watch YouTube videos, follow other people who are getting the results you want, and then simply take their stuff and give them credit, but regurgitate it on video. You know, I was just reading a book this morning by Tony Robbins and something that really resonated with me was boom. That's the message. That's the quote. That's the thing. So tell me what you think about this, or I hope this was helpful. Definitely go and follow Tony. He's amazing. Maybe Tony will even see that and be like, wow, You're sharing my message for me and giving me credit and sending people. Go follow Tony Robbins. Go read his book. Go buy his stuff. Tony's amazing. But the funny thing is they're going to think you're amazing because you're actually the one that gave him the content right there. They're like, yeah, I do love Tony. But the way you said it was awesome. And then eventually, just like with music or cooking or really anything, when you start music, I played guitar for like 10 years, you start playing other people's music first. And then once you get good at playing other people's music, then you play your own music. When you start taking painting classes, you start painting certain things and following with the lines. Then you go out and create your own stuff. With cooking, you first follow a recipe that someone else made. Then you go out and try to create your own. So it's the same thing with a personal brand. Don't try to be the expert. Just regurgitate information from other experts, celebrities, thought leaders, life-changing people that have amazing quotes or pieces of knowledge that you're learning, regurgitate that. People will actually think you're the badass. It's called like the Oprah Winfrey or the Ellen DeGeneres. Those people literally became celebrities worth hundreds of millions and billions of dollars just by sitting with celebrities and having them share their story and their advice. And through that, they became a celebrity themselves. So that's a long rant, but I hope that was like rapid fire value. Assuming now that people listening are like, okay, I'm on board now. I want to I want to build my personal brand. What are the next few steps for them to get started? Yeah, for sure. So the realization event and building your personal brands, you got to understand three core things. People are not buying your products and services. They're buying you. So there's three elements to it. It's your story, it's your energy, and it's your magic. So your story is around really who you are, whether it's the founder's story. It's about what was normal for you, what the explosion was in your life that they can contextualize and relate with that has a level of transparency that's attached to your story, your energy. You know, ask yourself the question with the people that you're connecting with right now, are you filling their bucket or are you drawing from it? And so the people that are going to pay you the most amount of money and will receive the highest level of transformation 
they're going to be like, you're filling my bucket. You're giving me something new. You're depositing something that's rich within my life. And the last thing is your magic. And this really is your superpower. This is your unfair advantage. And when you know those three things, you can show up in your personal brand at a different level that you've never been able to before. And that's really the segue of where I end up leading people to the seven steps to building a seven-figure personal brand. And so there's seven very, very specific steps that we take that are in chronological order whenever I'm walking someone through this process from you know, large tech CEOs you know, to entrepreneurs. I've worked with everybody in between. And so there's seven key steps, and I'll give you the first three. So the first three, number one, is going to be your personal story. So your personal story, this is going to be absolutely huge. This is going to contextualize who you are, what you do, why it matters, your story, your energy, your magic to the marketplace. And there's a very specific way that we end up developing these stories so that when you show up to a podcast or on stage or wherever you may be, you can contextualize the stories that are repetitive. Gary Vee does this extremely well. Everybody who's an entrepreneur and who's heard Gary Vee knows that he's you know, an immigrant entrepreneur from Belarus or from the former USSR and that he built his parents' business from 3 to $6 million. Everybody knows the story. Why? Because repetition has power. And so he tells the same stories because it allows people to identify, yet at the same time, talk about him just like right now when he's not in the room. That is brand. Right. And so we've got to identify what those stories are. The second step really flows into platform. And this is asking yourself of where you're going to build the right type of platform, whether it's a, you know, within a specific channel or whether it's a podcast, whether it's a Facebook group, LinkedIn group, whatever it needs to be, that's most aligned with you. And so the three questions are, is it audio? Is it video? Or is it written? Is it a blog? Is it a, you know, some type of more like an experience in a Facebook group? Or is it potentially, you know, a podcast? So those are those three options. Now we get to the third step. And this is again, three out of seven steps. But this is where we're going to be focusing on your positioning. And this is really the differentiating part about you versus anybody else. And this is where we start digging in deeper as the pretext to your product and the transformation that you provide in the world. So once we can start digging through these individual steps, it will really help you start contextualizing the transformation that you provide to the world and allowing you to make a bigger difference and really step into your full power. So those are just three steps out of seven. And if you guys want to learn more about those, you can check out my website and you can find out more about those seven steps. Yeah, sure. Where can they go to get those seven steps specifically? Head over to my website. It's nickcavuto.com. And uh, you can just click on the tab at the top that says the seven steps to building a personal brand. Just follow the prompts there and you can download more information. Perfect. So that's nickcavuto.com. That's C-A-V as in Victor, U-O-T-O. Nick you got it. Com. Can you expound a little bit on the positioning piece there and why that's so important? Yeah, you know, I think a lot of people kind of mention it this way, like, you know, pricing is positioning, if you've heard that statement before. And so the position and how we're showing up in the world, how we're separating ourselves from our audience, there's so much unique factors. And a lot of people will see this in copywriting, unique factors around our product around who we are, what we do, the transformation that we provide. And so I actually take people through three different steps on being able to communicate their superpower. There's one that's holistic, right? So there's a step in your positioning. It's the statements that you make about yourself, the transformation that you provide in the world. And so one of them is really holistic. And that's, you know, that I might tell the story that I'm, you know, a father and that I run a business and that I have a faith basis, you know, like that's one way to be able to communicate very widely around who I am, what I do. And again, why that matters in the world. Another form is very specific on my core thesis. And so like the first statement that I always have in that core thesis statement when it comes down to positioning is that I believe that the future of business really hinges on authentic connection and also a level of, of spirituality in a business. Like that's core thesis for me. And so I start with that level of a statement because to an audience, it suggests my position 
which allows me to then be able to provide the level of transformation to that group or that level of you know, uh, illumination to whatever I may be talking about in a unique way. Now, the last one is what I call the flex in your positioning. And this is where like, you know, if I'm going to a sales conference, I want to be able to tell people that I've helped other people generate over a billion views online, helped people generate over 250,000 leads, and I've done over $50 million in revenue for other people. Now, imagine the differences in those positioning statements around who I am, what I do, and again, why that matters in the world is because the first one is suggesting multiple elements that are full circle, all encompassing around who I am. The second one is my core thesis, which drives to you know business acumen and spiritual awareness. And the third one is really a larger bravado of the difference that I've been able to make in the world. So when we contextualize who we are and we offer that on LinkedIn, it's a little bit different than on Facebook and on Instagram, a little bit different than it is you know on another platform like TikTok or something, right? So we have to be able to have these core elements completed to be able to develop a press sheet that we can send out to some of the biggest networks or the biggest podcasts in the world so that we can continue to step up our game. So that's why the positioning part is really critical is because I need to be able to tell three different versions around who you are and position you as a person before I start positioning your product and your pricing. And that's the miss. Most people just go for the positioning based on price or just based on product, but they're missing how to position themselves as individuals. Question is more philosophical, high level approach. Okay. Who you know versus what you know. Which one is more important? And why do you think that? Here's the thing you're going to have a very hard press to find somebody who is like worse at networking than me. So, given these two options, I say what you know, contingent on if you share it. Because Hmm. the thing that I have discovered is for all of my inability to walk in and network, for my inability to ask for what I want, for my inability to come in and not like be wildly awkward in front of a group of people, for my inability to feel confident as the, the story and my past as a precursor of my future, that what I knew, the little I knew, the nothing I knew, and my ability to openly share it on the internet, that created a tribe. And you share that you put it out, the tribe comes to you so you don't have to network anymore. And I feel like that's been the foundation of my business. So given those two options, I would take the latter contingent on it. So I'll say this, the networking that you just described is the networking that I teach. So the show is called Build Your Network because I'm trying to show people how to do it the 2019 way and not the 1983 way. I think that most people are really, really stuck in the 1980s version of networking where they think it's all about connecting with people on a similar level, exchanging contact information and booking business from your cocktail mixer that had 100 people at it and you have 3,000 business cards just in case type thing, right? So like, I'm trying to move people away from that old style of like exchange contact information into this new style of exactly what you just said, creating and sharing valuable things to add value to other people's lives. They're thereby like creating influence for yourself to come in and add more and more value to other people's lives, which also helps you to be able to network on a higher level. So my biggest problem with people like in traditional forms of quote unquote networking is that uh, it's all about networking out, meaning that you're going to go network with a bunch of people who are on the same level that you are on. And I think that that's a fundamental flaw in your foundation of your network, because if you're not 
constantly reaching up on to people who are on higher levels than you are, then you're always going to be operating at the same level. You might be able to get like incrementally better at what you do by hanging out with people who are just as good as you are or on that same level, but you're never going to experience that exponential growth because you're always only hanging out with people who are on the same level as you are. And they're not going to be able to help you jump and skip levels like the people who are up here. And so what you're talking about is networking on a whole new level. It's giving you the ability now to build relationships with all the amazing influential people that you now know and the people that are in your network now that you would have not been able to before had you just been like the, let's go to the next cocktail mixer and here's my business card type person, if that makes sense. So I I would argue that you are a very good networker and that you are not a bad networker. You're just doing it the right way and the new way instead of trying to do it the old way. And you know, here's the thing, no tea, no shade. If your skill set is to be the person who can work the room, because here's the thing, now that I've got to this point in my career, I go to networking events like when I have to. I'll go to them and I see people and I'm like, you're a freaking unicorn. You're in your place of power. You're doing it right. So you probably would not be good at what I do in the capacity I'm good at it. And just the same way I'm not in good as you are. And then when it came to like that second tier, like if you're only networking with people of your similar stature, you only stay in that area. I would kind of say that the approach that I took to that, because that's what I did as I grew the business is I realized that the people, the haves in the industry did not care to associate with the have not. And so I kind of took like this anarchist, like troop, you know, like what is that troop Beverly Hills, bad news bears. I'm like, Hey, if we do what we have for independently, not as good as they are, but collectively we can do something. I realized that I was actually kind of good at reaching out to the bad news bears, pulling our resources to do something different that the only way the haves look at the haves nots with interest is if the have nots are doing more with less. And if you need to do more with less, then you have a seat at the table. And I've always realized that if you shut your mouth, keep your head down, do the work, and you do more with less, you will eventually make it to the table with the haves. And guess what? You will remember the times that they didn't speak to you. You will remember when they didn't take your call. You will remember when they ignored your email. And all of a sudden, they ask you to come and say, okay, I see you, boo. I yeah. see you, but I'm still playing my own game. What's that like? I've never never been ignored before, Jasmine. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, oh. It happens all the time. I'm really gullible. Yeah. I tell you, it's the worst. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, there's like three people right now that have been ignoring me for like three months, but I still reach out. Who are they? <laughs> Who are, let's go and do something right now. Let's do something right now to be like, bro, FOMO, FOMO. <laughs> You yeah, should, you should be feeling like you're missing out on this party. Just say that is definitely. By the way, I love that attitude. That has gotten me more like interviews and relationships than most of the things that I do. Which is the I'm not going places because of you connecting with me. I'm going places regardless of you connecting with me. And you might want to be one of the people that said that you had a hand in where I went when I get there. So let's do this anyway. <laughs> you know, clap that up. Shoot. Yeah. <laughs> That's it for this episode. If you want to connect with Travis and other like-minded people who also listen to the show, then you're going to want to head over to travischapel.com slash group to join his free Facebook group, Podcast to Profit. Travis will see you there. And remember to leave every relationship better than you found it. 
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.